Hi, I'm Flicka Dano, it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories of today's prison journal on Thursday, May the 12th. So, the front page of the paper today is a motorist facing a 166-mile detour for roadworks. So, uh, drivers face a 166-mile diversion due to roadworks that only stretch for 200 yards. The rerouting will last for three days as waterworks are carried out at the A93 Aberdeen to Glenshee Road at Bremar. Local motorists may be able to use their knowledge for alternative routes, but the official detour suitable for lorries and motorhomes will add an extra three and a half hours to the trip. The work replacing involves to maintain the local water network and will begin opposite the Bremar Lodge Hotel on Tuesday. Scottish Water has acknowledged the substantial impact of the diversion published by Aberdeen Shire Council but stressed the work is essential. Folk will still be able to pass through the area on foot and businesses will remain open. Councillor Anouk Kloppert said, I recognise the frustrations of residents and local businesses, but unfortunately there is no safe and practicable alternatives to carry out the repairs required. The diversion routes drivers via the A93 Tabine, the A957 Slug Road, A90 Stonehaven, oh my, A926 towards Blair Gowdy, and then back onto the A93 towards Brimar. So, well, if, you, if that was me, I think I'd just uh, dachle about in the balata for a couple of days and uh, see if it delights are his air and then when the roads open again head up to Bermar if you absolutely have to get up here but um, otherwise I don't think so but uh, anyway it'll um, make sure surely that somebody's uh, reading about us or sees us or hears us when I complain about head up to Huddingen again for a long time surely I certainly want to now here is the Met Office I suggest next week could be the hottest of the year so far so temperatures are expected to rise in north and northeast next week. The Met Office expects next week to be the hottest of the year so far with lots of sunny spells. On May the 8th at Altnahara near Lairg, it recorded the highest temperature in Scotland so far at 20 degrees. And forecasts say the weekend will bring similar with 19 degrees expected in Aviemore, 16 in Oban, 14 in Aberdeen, Bremar and Thurso. The warm weather will no doubt bring out the masses eh, on the pristine beaches of Nairn, Durness, Findhorn and Lossiemouth. The good weather comes as the East Beach in Lossiemouth is set to reopen to sunseekers at the end of May. Construction of the new East Beach Bridge, which will once again connect the sand dunes with the Lossiemouth community, is nearing completion. And here is the highest temperatures for places in the Highlands, Murray eh, in northeast for the weekend. Minus is forecast. This is nay, maybe when I happen to be as hot as this. But Elgin, 16 degrees. Lossie, 15. Inverness, 15. Aberdeen, 14. Bramar, 14. Aviemore 19, Thurso 14, Oban 16, and Fraserburgh 13. Um, so we went to Kenmere, going to Met Office website, but uh, that sounds not bad. And, um, you know, we'll talk out even though I think uh, Aberdeen might be a tad hitter, and normally Bremar is either the hittest place or the callous place. So um, we'll see if it only gets to 14, but, um, you know, 14 is better than we've got just now, so we'll, we'll talk out for sure. So get your uh, short brick suit and uh, your uh, t-shirts and some sun cream and uh, not a hunky for your head if you're follically challenged like me and off you go and get some sun. Now here is a uh, views are being sought on cafe culture area for the city. So a drop-in consultation on plans to create a permanent cafe culture area in Aberdeen will be held next week. 
The Belmont Quarter has been earmarked for a £1.5 million investment to create a neighbourhood with a metropolitan feel. Mechty me. Residents and businesses will be asked to share their thoughts on the two cafe culture options for Belmont Street. A council spokeswoman said, We'd encourage people who live and work in the Belmont Quarter area to come along, see if the proposals are and give feedback. The drop-in event is taking place in a seminar room in Aberdeen Art Gallery School Hall on May the 17th and 18th from 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Council officers will be in attendance until 4 o'clock. <laughs> but it finishes at 5, but that's okay. Members of the public and businesses can either drop in or book an appointment in advance via www.streets-uk.com forward slash Belmont to talk to one of the team. So, um... If that's your thing, you bide in that neck of the woods or you have some thoughts on it, then uh, get yourself uh, booked in a slot and <laughs> try and get a four, four o'clock for Aberdeen Scarpers. And uh, yeah, I suppose it's a neighbourhood bit for that kind of thing here, but I think the uh, last time I was in Belmont Street was, admittedly, it was a good couple of years ago. You couldn't hardly move for folk uh, spewing and lying about in the streets and no sheen on and um, and can. Uh, the manners were just as bad. Now, here is a Monroe bagger if I survived 650 feet mountain far. A man that survived a 650 feet far from a mountain with only cuts and bruises was told rescuers arrived expecting to recover a body. A Monroe bagger Chris Elliott was scaling a Craleg in the Western Highlands with his partner Jagoda Pencala when he fell. The pair took up their new hobby of exploring Scotland's mountains during lockdown and were trying to complete the seven Monroes at Glenshiel. After completing five on previous trips, the couple had just completed the sixth and were resting the four, taking on their second of the day. Mr Elliott said it had started out Carl that day and then the sun came out. We had crampons on, but because the sun had come out, I think it slightly melted the snow and I just slipped. Rather than a sheer fall, the 52-year-old had the slide of his life down the side of the mountain before coming to a stop. He has little memory of the accident on April 2nd, except for the moments immediately before he fell and after rescuers reached him. But Miss Pencala, who witnessed everything, can remember every detail and says she thought her partner was dead. She says, I was just watching him going down and shouting and there was just no response. I thought I'd lost him. She called the emergency service and services and a rescue crew arrived on a Coast Guard helicopter soon after. Mr Elliott was flown to Ragmore Hospital. He said his rescuers told them they expected to find a body when they received the call out. Shocked medics treated the stick and clamour for a large cut in his ribs and monitored him for six days before he was discharged him to recover from his relatively minor injuries. Mr Elliott suffered no broken bones and is now recovering at him in our broth. He says, I feel so lucky every single day. Well, that is um, unbelievable to far that distance and just hey, cuts and bruises, but, um, you know, uh, very, very lucky indeed. And, um, you know, neither I'm a, an avid Monroe bugger. I wouldn't have a Monroe if it jumped out in the um, front of it. But if, uh, you know... I would think it's always quicker coming down than it is going up, but maybe then I went to come down quite as quick as that. But uh, as long as he's all right, that's the main thing. Now here is a hope for a public meeting on Gull Menace. So this is up in Elgin. A meeting to discuss the Gull Menace uh, in Elgin is unlikely to address any issues this year. The Community Council has been trying to arrange for someone from Nature Squad to attend a public meeting. In March, the Environment Agency apologised for failing to reply to contacts. Last month it said it had no capacity, but Community Council Chairman Alistair Kennedy said this week that Chris Donald, Nature Scott South Highland Area Manager, had offered to help. 
Mr. Kennedy said I had a long conversation with him and he wants Murray Council to have a goal policy. While all six Elgin Murray councillors agreed to meet, member John Diver said it's interesting he wants the council to bring a policy back because for years we've been dictated to by them. Leader Graham Ledbetter said if this is something that's going to cost £500,000, that would be difficult. Heron gulls are protected, but in Elgin they can attack people and dead gulls are strewn around the town. Oh, God. Mr Kennedy said, we are setting up a meeting with the councillors, people for the community council, Elgin Bed, the relevant officers for the council and a representative for Nature Scott. I'd like to get that sorted in the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping it will be a stepping stone for a public meeting, so... Well, God, I think it was quite as bad as that if they're um, you know, attacking folk and there's Deedings lying about the street. That's horrible. But um, they're a flipping pest and, uh, you know, especially if they pinch your chips. There's just no time for that. So hopefully somebody will be able to do something to keep the numbers doing a bit. Eh? But um, very difficult if they're protected. I don't see why they would be protected, but um, maybe there's... Um, Something behind the scenes that I don't know about, but uh, they're a flipping pest as far as I'm concerned. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, and the back page of the paper today is a Perth defeat sums up our season, says Goodwin. So, Aberdeen boss Jim Goodwin insists his side could have played for another two hours against St. Johnson and still they scored. The Don slumped to a 1 0 defeat to St. Johnson in Perth last night. So, that just about says it all, and I think the quicker a season's over and done, we. Uh, the better it will be for everybody concerned with Aberdeen FC and uh, we'll look forward to next season a new slate and some new players hopefully and um, come on Aberdeen now as made done for the announcement that we publish stories at the present journal on uh, Thursday 12th of May 2022 um, and it was a very pleasant day up in Aberdeen today quite a um, fine uh, day actually it's been um, well in and out the clouds has been back and forth but the uh, Quite uh, warm, you would say, certainly in a holiday anyway. So, um, and as I say, leading up to this heat wave this weekend, we've been promised. So, fingers crossed that is uh, right. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. New, hope you enjoyed it. If you did, it'd be great if you could uh, tell a pal and just uh, maybe a, a neighbour or uh, somebody you used to buy a side you work with, or somebody you used to work with, or um, somebody's in the hospital. It's you know needs something till while the time of what and they're. Uh, Somebody in an old folks' home, or an old buddy that bides himself, or a young buddy that bides himself, doesn't matter if they uh, let them kind of go to Doric Express and they can log in themselves and there's uh, hundreds of all episodes to listen to to keep him amused or otherwise. So, um, in the meantime, at this just champion, thanks very much now. Cheers, toodaloo. <laughs> Hearts of local stories that you believe in and hear.